0: Greetings and welcome everyone, including our B2B sales and marketing pros out there to Making Sales Social Live, coming to you from the Social Sales Link virtual studios. I'm Bob Woods of Social Sales Link, and I'm joined by a fellow social selling trainer, consultant, and this is just her only this part, official LinkedIn sales insider, Bryn Tillman. How you doing, Bryn? I'm good, Bob. I love that new title. (laughs) I'd be, I would be all over that and shouting that one from the uh, from the rooftops and the hilltops. Absolutely. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training strategies and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bren Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. So what are
1: we talking about today?
0: Yeah, so we are talking about mistakes um, because LinkedIn remains a pivotal tool in the B2B sales space, but many sales pros still commit critical mistakes when using it. That's why we're going to take a closer look at some of the frequent missteps that are made on LinkedIn So you can navigate it and use it effectively, maximize its potential, and, of course, steer clear of these common mistakes. So we're just going to get right into this, sucker. Uh, Number one, we're going to talk a little bit about connection strategies and the bad connection strategies and the one that I'm mainly thinking of. There's actually two that I'd like to talk about, but the main one is connect and then pitch. It still happens all the time on LinkedIn. And spoiler alert, it's bad.
1: (laughs) And Yeah, you know what, I'd love to hear so we are live, you can't do this if you're listening in replay. But if you are live with us, put a V in comments, we've got lots of people here live, lots and lots, put a V in comments if you've been a victim of connect and pitch. You know, Bob, almost every day, if not a few times a day, I am absolutely a victim of connect and pitch. Now, the interesting thing is some people are kind enough to pitch even before I connect. So then I can delete them before I even have to deal with it, right? Like they're so blatant. So what is connect and pitch? Connect and pitch literally is you connect with someone and you start the conversation with uh, you know, we've helped lots of businesses, you've got all these views coming in here, we you know, we've helped all of the businesses like you do this and do that and get this result and get that result. That is spam. Yep. That is spam. When you start a conversation, an unsolicited conversation with someone about selling them or telling them how you've sold other people. It is spam. So what are some alternatives, Bob? You want to start?
0: Yeah. So I mean, essentially just um, start building value in in the mind of the person who you've just connected with and that could be as simple as just um potentially and i do mean potentially here potentially offering a piece of content that you have that you think might fit them but don't but don't just include a link or don't attach it directly ask permission if they want to see this that way you're because even though you would have good intentions at at that point it would still be seen by the other person as spam so definitely give them the opportunity to say yes I would like to see it because at that point it's permission based and you don't have to worry about getting that that spammy scummy kind of feeling that again in, in that particular case you weren't intending but it still comes across like that.
1: So, uh, yeah, and, and I think it's really smart to like get into the other person's shoes. If I receive this at this point in the relationship, and by the way, uh, you know, from hello, you've begun a relationship. Whether it's a good yeah. one or bad one is a whole other story, right? <laughs> but if it, but we've be, you know, we've started this, right? So, get in their shoes and say, if it were reversed, how would I receive this? But you said something interesting, right? Like at the right time, ask permission-based if they want content. There are other ways we could do this, right? So let's say we engage with someone and we look at the content they've engaged on. Now, not everyone is engaging, so this doesn't work for everyone. But if you look and go, oh, my gosh, this person is engaging on Colleen Stanley content. Lots and lots of Colleen Stanley content. And I love Colleen Stanley content. So I engage, I like what they're, what, you know, what they've liked. Now I can respond with, Hey, Bob, notice that we're both big fans of Colleen Stanley. You know, I'd love to connect. And if you're open, I can share a podcast she was on uh, around X, Y, and Z. So now you connect and we talk about that influencer, what we had in common Mm-hmm. We, can, you know, we need to be patient, right? We need to slow down our outreach to speed up our outcome. And we definitely need to be patient. But part of that is the small talk that matters to them. Not small talk like tell me about your kids and you know, we're, you know that's irrelevant, but small talk that matters to them. And we know that through the influencers they follow, the comments, the content that they're, they're um, engaging with, it it helps us to understand what matters to them. So now when we're connecting, it's around our, what we share in common. Some Mm -hmm. people will use a group. We have a group in common. I don't love that because groups are not like where they need to be yet. Right. Um, but finding real things in common, even, you know, we both went to this school I lived at McNulty Hall. Where did you live? I don't know. Like little things that are very, very personal. I wouldn't start with that, but that's like where, you know, did you go to the Providence campus or the Colorado campus, right? Like mm-hmm. all of those, that that was my school, Johnson and Wales, just <laughs> out there. Um, you know, and, and so, but at the end of the day, uh, it, it's really about Engaging with them, not pitching them. And that was a long workaround. You said you had a number two, which I can guess, but I'm going to let you say.
0: Yeah, no. So actually, I mean, this goes back to the connection strategies part. And that's just plain old, just plain old cold calling. I mean, cold calling is, it would be like connecting with a pitch in the connection, which, which, which we've alluded to already, as well as like, you know, in mails and things like that. And I don't want to get too much into in mails because those do have a purpose, but yet a lot of people just straight out pitch in in mails, And, and, and that's why that I don't think that they're very successful because people want to build relationships. And what's interesting is that, um, LinkedIn as a service is really getting dinged out there in public. I was I was at a, a totally non-business kind of social event um, on Saturday. And when I said what I do, you know, LinkedIn sales strategies and things like that, the only thing everybody talked about was getting pitched and getting all of these pitches and things like that on LinkedIn. People, yeah. this is really hurting. And and if yeah. we keep going down this path. LinkedIn is not going to be nearly as effective. That's why people like us really need to get out there and not only preach it, but use it effectively so that people do have a more positive opinion about LinkedIn because I, because otherwise it's going to be a, this is why we can't have nice things type of situation.
1: Um, cold calling is good on LinkedIn. It is not, it is not. not good. So if not I could, good. yeah, so wait, I'm going to put that up here. I read it. So this is just joined cold calling is good cold calling on LinkedIn is spam period. End of story. We need to build rapport. We need to be valuable to them. We need, in fact, if it's so painful that cold calling on LinkedIn has gotten to the point where people are leaving being engaging the site because they're so tired of the cold call being cold called on. It is not effective. It is not a numbers game. Cold calling on the phone is a different animal. I do not like it. So I do not teach it, but there are people that do well. If you cold call on LinkedIn, you will get blocked. You will get shut down. People see your name, your face, your company. It kills your reputation. Um, and it's just a waste of time. Even if you think it's faster, it, when we slow down our outreach to build the rapport, bring value, we increase the val the, the, the conversations. So yeah,
0: so, so when you lead with a pitch immediately, you're putting someone either on defensive or they're just gonna like ignore you. And the thing is that person could have been a really good prospect for you. But because of the approach that you took with them, yeah. you just you shut them down completely and they don't want to have anything to do with you, even though they may very well have a huge need for whatever it is that you do. If you start out the wrong way, none of that matters. And yeah. that's why we hit on this stuff so much and so hard.
1: What's the next thing people are doing wrong?
0: The polar opposite of what we just said. Connect and forget. That's a big one. That's a big one. So you connect with all these people and notice how there was dead air there. That's because nothing, you do nothing to forward the conversation in the right way. Of course, not pitching or whatever, in in, in other words, but you connect with these people and you don't follow up. You don't follow up initially. You don't follow up in a month or two or six or, or, or whatever. And you have the potential for a good relationship, whether it's going to be customer based, whether it's going to be networking based partner based or whatever, and you leave it hanging. And that is obviously not a good thing either.
1: Yeah. So, so to me, this is like you show up at that conference trade show, networking meeting, And you just collect business cards and then you go back home and you put a big rubber band around them and stick them in the corner of your desk. Yep. It it does not help our business. Now here's the thing. We're all guilty of this, the connect and forget. We are.
0: It does happen.
1: Yeah. What can we do? Well, there's two activities that I highly recommend. The first one is export your connections it's You can do that on the free LinkedIn. It's in your settings. If you have any questions around it, stick something in chat saying, how do how do I export? And Bob and I will come back and we'll put a link to where you can actually go to export your connections. You'll get them in an Excel spreadsheet. They're um, by date. So you can go back and see who's the very first connection you ever had, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. And who's your newest? And then... You do get an, it's enhanced now. So if you haven't done this in a while, I recommend it. You get first name, last name, title, company, maybe an email. There's a column for it, but they have to opt in for it. But you do get their LinkedIn URL. So right from the spreadsheet, this is new, right from the spreadsheet, you can click on that and get to their profile. So if you're not sure how you know them or where they are, it's great. So I highly recommend that you export your connections. The other thing is, even in the free LinkedIn, you can search your first-degree connections. So if you sell to CEOs, you can look at your first-degree CEOs. If you sell to CEOs in financial services, you can filter see C- your first-degree CEOs in financial services, and you can quickly get a list of people that you can re-engage. Now, I'm going to go back to a lot of what you said, Bob, which is like we cannot connect and pitch we can't reconnect and pitch right we can't right. go back to these folks that we're already connected to and pitch so what can we do to engage them do you want to start or should i keep going
0: why don't you go ahead and keep going
1: okay so You're the first run. thing i highly recommend is put out a poll specifically for ceos and financial services right and you can reach out to each of them at the, you know, the bottom of the poll, at the bottom of all your content that you personally post. There's a little paper airplane that you can click on and send into the inbox of these folks. And you can send up to 50 people blind copied at a time that says, as a CEO the financial services, I would truly appreciate your one-click vote. Once the poll closes, I'd be happy to share the insights I glean from you and your peers. You could send that to 50 people at a time. They can come in, right? They And by the way, it's blind copied. Once you send it, it says send separately, you will have 50 messages in your inbox because they all went separately. It's fabulous. So you can re-engage with them if they haven't responded or whatever it is one-on-one. LinkedIn did an excellent job with us. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing. And the, the second thing that
0: I would recommend looking to up your LinkedIn game the social sales link team has you covered with our LinkedIn sales accelerator a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching and so much more visit socialsaleslink.com/in for more details again that's socialsaleslink.com/ in and,
1: and this is a little bit of a uh, more of a commit well no I'll make it three. The second is put out a post and just ask for their comments, their insights, their thoughts on the code, po- on the post, mm-hmm. very similar. That and the other is something that we are highly recommending, whether it's your first degree or beyond is create an ebook, reach out to them to that, your high level prospects, the people that you really want to build rapport and relationships with and interview them. We do this for our podcasts. We we're doing this for eBooks now But ultimately, we want to engage them based on what matters to them, which, by the way, is them. That's what matters to them. They're not actively searching our products or services. Our job is to detach from what the prospect is worth to us and attach to what we are worth to the prospect. And sometimes that starts with amplifying their voice. The sale will come when the time is right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So now let's take up uh, number three on our on our on our hit list here, as they would say, um, linked your LinkedIn profile, but it's a resume and not a resource so this is really important especially especially when you're first trying to catch someone's attention because no matter how they see it first they're there they're gonna see your banner they're gonna see your photo they're also going to see your headline so you gotta have a banner a banner that's a good banner and not just that gray blob thing that's there right. because you don't have a banner there you have to have a photo that looks like you that looks like you recently as well And number three, and this is the most important, you have to have a headline that tells who you are, how you help them and the results that you bring and how you do that. Essentially, if you have account executive at Acme Widgets Corp, they are not going to know who you are, how you help. And because you have account executive and just your, you know, sales sounding title that in and of itself is actually going to be a turnoff because they're going to go oh no this is a salesperson who is who is reaching out to me i don't want to have anything to do with this so you really need to tune all of that stuff with what we call above the fold which we did an episode on last week but this is really important so that it speaks to the people who you are trying to attract and then If you catch last week's one, we talked much more about that as well as just the entire profile in general, but your your profile has to be a resource. It has to be something that when people land on it, they learn about you and how you can help them, not just about you, how you help them, the products that you have that help them in terms that they could go, oh my God, this person's actually an expert. Maybe I should accept their connection request. Maybe I should reach out to them, that type of thing.
1: So I, I would love to add to that because I think that's great. Yeah. Um, a really good social selling profile, profile for someone who's in a business development role, has the, needs the similar elements to social selling content because it is your landing page. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure, you mention this, resonate. So your headline, who do you help? How do you help them? The results that you bring, easy, right? I look at this, this is who they help. But now, initially, we need to earn the right to get the conversation. So if we just talk about how we're going to help, how we're going to help, you know, let's let's shift the mindset a little bit and start with, instead of telling them how we're going to help them, actually help them, simply help them. Bring them value, whether it's in your featured section or in your about section, where you're actually bringing insights. And I'm going to quickly go through the five elements that create a good social selling piece, whether it's profile or content. And I may be jumping ahead on content, but I think it's a a good bridge. The number one thing we have to do is resonate with the buyer. Who do we work with so that they go, Oh, they work with me. If they don't see that right away, they're gone. They jump. Number two, we have to create curiosity This is where they're going to lean in and go, Ooh, that's interesting. If we don't create curiosity, they jump. Number three, we have to teach them something new. If we have a resume that just talks about all the things we've done for other people, but there's nothing innovative in that. There's nothing exciting about that. There's nothing that, that they didn't know before. They're going to jump. Number four, What you just taught them needs to get them thinking differently about their current solution. They need to shift from the, ooh, that's interesting, to, ooh, I wonder how that would work in my company. I wonder how that would work with my team, right? And that's when you get number five, which is you need to create a compelling moment. This means you need a call to action in your profile. If you're exploring, if you're challenged with here's how you can book a call with me, or here's my phone number, Here's this is the next step. I have you on the edge of your seat because I resonated, create curiosity, taught you something new that got you thinking differently about your current situation, and now I need to tell you what to do next, which is let's chat. So those five elements are critical to profile. The call to action in content might be slightly different. It might be a call to action to engage. My call to action earlier is if you were a victim of connect and pitch, put a V in chat, right? That was a call to action. I know who you are. You've shown up, right? Create, but in profile, you've got to make sure that they know what to do next once they're on their edge of the seat excited. Okay. I'm done with my little rant. It's okay.
0: (laughs) No worries. No worries at all. So the next one is going to be something something that Bryn touched on. We're not, probably not going to get into really specifics on this one, but in general, random acts of social. So you're not on all the time. You're, you're maybe commenting every once in a while, or maybe you're publishing content every once in a while. You're not a presence on LinkedIn. And if you are, you're doing things very randomly without any kind of plan there. So having, having a plan is essential because of a couple of different things. One, it's just for your exposure out there, which is always good. And you definitely want exposure on LinkedIn. Also, especially when it comes to, um, to posting and the commenting, it also influences LinkedIn's algorithm. If you engage more, if you have more content that you're publishing, not, you're not publishing too much. So don't, go overboard and go the other way. But, you know, once a day is fine, a lot of people can't do that a couple times a week would be fine. Then just have some kind of plan in place for when you do this and make sure that you stick to it because LinkedIn is going to like it and they're going to promote your stuff more within the algorithm uh, because of what you're doing and your actions there.
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting, right? So we actually got a, a comment on this too. Yep. Hi, Jeff, our friend. Yeah. Random active social is one of the hardest ruts to get out of it Agreed. is. So by the way, I don't have this up here now, but I'm going to put it up. There is an ebook that we have called Um A Day in the Life of a Social Seller. It's social slash day. Okay. I'm going to put it up, but it's socialsaleslink.com slash day. And it's like kind of all the things that you can do in a day slash week to get out of that rut. But you know, putting a, a time aside with exactly what to do really matters. And you can't boil the ocean, right? So we need to decide where are we gonna spend our time? Now, foundationally, everyone needs step one, get your profile where it needs to be. If you need help, reach out to Bob. But you need to get your profile positioned to be that subject matter expert, because that that profile's job is to help you convert from a lurker to an engager, help you to convert to conversations, really important. But then you have to decide, do I want to go down the client? Do I have lots of clients in deep relationships and I want to start down the referral path? Am I looking to get myself out there as a thought leader and build a following path? Am I looking, you know, the you know, there's so many different paths to go down. Do I want to leverage an influencer and their network to start conversations? So figuring out which path I'm gonna say that will make you happy because they all convert. <laughs> so find the one that's fun that you enjoy doing and, and create like a little campaign for yourself and if you don't know how to do that i'm going to i'm throwing out all these links today once a month we open up our coaching to the world so go to socialsaleslink.com/events and we are happy to help you it's free once a month um but we're happy to help you kind of craft that that game plan
0: yeah and and by the way our next be our guest session and this is just going to be for the live people because for the podcast people this will be be passed but um thursday the 19th is our next so this thursday is our next be our guest
1: okay and 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 by the way we have one a month so com slash events whenever you're listening yep. there, there's another one coming so that's there's great. always another one coming so take people behind the scenes, give them the insights they can't get from Googling and tell them how your expertise can help. Seems so simple until you have to
0: serialize,
1: serialize the content. So, so I'm just getting
0: it out among posts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we have an amazing system, but what I would say is start capturing your genius on zoom and use your transcript, a little bit of chat GPT, a little bit of Canva and it's amazing how far a five minute rant on social can create an, an enormous amount of content for you.
0: And also, along those lines, listen to yourself. And this, you know, whether you're taking and turning around a Zoom recording or you're just recording yourself on your phone or whatever, um, listen to your conversations that you have with clients and don't use the actual audio and things like that. But a lot of times you'll say things and you'll be like, Oh, that would make a really good post. And then you forget about it, capture it and then use those for posts too.
1: You know, it's interesting um, when I'm walking my dog or I'm out and about um, even sometimes when I'm driving, I have um, voice to to text Mm
0: -hmm. on
1: my little notepad that by the way, syncs to my computer. So if I have an idea or something, I just voice to text it. And then every when I'm like, hey, I'm looking for content, I'll go back and look at some of the things that I talked about.
0: Nice. Very nice. Very nice. So we have one more. We're going to crank through this one really, really quick. And that's um, a big mistake a lot of people use. You have a connection base. You have first degree connections. If you're not using those connections for referrals, what are you doing on LinkedIn?
1: So connect. Yeah. So that's another connect and forget ish thing. That's another right? connect
0: and forget ish. Yeah. Right. It's a but, definitely. But yep.
1: Yeah. 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 So how do we revive those relationships? We kind of talked a little bit about it with, you know, putting out posts mm-hmm. and putting out, um, but we definitely want to nurture. And some of the people we want to nurture may not necessarily be people. That we want conversations with, so there are other ways that we can nurture them, and 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 sometimes they're just valuable people in my network, the head of the chamber of commerce, or someone that may have given you a a, you know a lead years ago, or someone you just haven't talked to in a while. The best thing you could do is go on your mobile, click on their profile, click message, and send them a personal video. That just says you've been thinking about them, came up, wondered how they're doing. And that personal video to someone that you connected with a long time ago that Mm. you've been ignoring, it's a great way to just nurture them and give good vibes.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And,
1: And, you know, just to piggyback on also what you said, you know, in my network, if you go down to the my network tab, there's there's celebrations now and you can mm-hmm. hop in there and see who has birthdays, who's yeah. been promoted. These are other opportunities to nurture your your connections.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Especially because there's only first degree connections that go into that. So, yeah, that's a that's a great It's a great way to do that. So we're going to wrap up on that one. Thank you again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or X, formerly known as Twitter, right now, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for our live sessions. If you're listening to us on our podcast, therefore, it's recorded and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button to access all of our previous shows and be alerted when new ones drop. If you like more information on our podcast, it's very simple, socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. So when you are out and about, be sure to make your sales. Social. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.